What's going on, everybody? This is Renee Perez and Curtis Owens, and you're listening to the Rough and Real Podcast. Curtis, my boy, how you doing? I'm doing great, man. I'm doing great. How you doing, man? I'm doing good, bro. First off, before we go any further, though, I do want to send uh, some prayers, and, and I want to let people know that my heart goes out to, did you hear about the story that happened in Brazil? I did not. Okay, there was a, apparently there was another school shooting, bro. Um, I That's believe crazy. eight people died. Um, there was eight children that died, and I think there was like a few uh, wounded. It was two guys with a hood, went in there, shot up the place, and I believe, and I, as far as I know from what I read, they actually killed themselves before the authorities got there. Two guys? Yeah, it was two guys, man. It sucks. It's, it's like, I mean, it's just weird how it happens so often now that it almost seems like it's starting to happen. Like, it's just a normal thing now. Like, yeah. And why, you know? I mean, why are they picking schools? Like, what is that about? You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, and children. Not to say, like, go in a shopping mall or something like that, but why schools? Right, you know right. I mean? And children. It's like, why would you yeah. want to hurt children, bro? I coach many kids, dude, and honestly, yeah, some of them probably get on your nerves. Some of them look spoiled. You know what I mean? Whatever. But I don't, I mean, to think to do harm to a child, that's insane. And my thing is, is I'm pretty sure a lot of these guys already go in there with that mentality of, hey, I'm going to go in there, do whatever, and then I'm going to kill myself. Right, right. And I'm not saying you should go out and kill yourself, but by all means, nobody should do that. First of all, we need to reach out to them and try to find these people and help them. Absolutely. I mean, right, I think that's, I think a lot of us need to open up our eyes a little bit with people around us, whether it be our children, cousins, neighbors, and just look for signs of people that are dealing with stuff, bro. Yeah. Be more I'll, vigilant. Definitely be more vigilant. Because right. I think the answer is not to like take away everyone's guns. I know everyone's, I'm not a gun nut. I'm not a big, you know, right. NRA type dude or anything like that, but taking away people's guns, I don't think that's the answer. I think the answer is really just paying attention to home. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And especially your children. I mean, people are getting bullied right now, you know, a lot. And especially and with the internet. Especially with the internet. Right. So instead of, you know, kids doing what we used to do, which is either, you know, go knuckle up or somehow deal with it, they go get a gun. That's crazy that we came to Because, I mean, I know maybe social media. I mean, I know there wasn't any social media when me and you were young. But if you look back, even if you try to look it up, and I actually try to look, this kind of stuff just didn't happen in the 90s and you know what I mean? Nope, the 80s, sure the 70s. That nah. thing just didn't happen, dude. Nah, it wasn't, and now it's that. common. Yeah. You know, it seems like when uh, Columbine, like it would seem like Columbine was like a big thing. Yeah, once that Everybody hit, lost yeah. their mind with Columbine because yep. it was like, whoa. And then it just continued to happen, right? Sandy Cook and all these other schools. Yeah, and, yeah. And you got Vegas and everybody else. And now I'm like, man, it's just so much. And it happens so much. I'm like, dude, we got to pray for these people, bro. Like, for real. Absolutely, man. It's, it's spiritual warfare. It's, it's the enemy, man. And we definitely got to pray for them, man. Yeah. Because none of us are immune to that, so and that's 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 scary. It's scary, but yeah, no, our, our hearts and prayers go out to you know people out in Brazil. Um, seriously, we 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 know it's a difficult thing, so we just want to tell you guys we love you guys and, and uh, God's with you. Um, but yeah, so speaking of Brazil and, and kind of changing directions a little bit on a, on a lighter note, um, I got an email from Whitney and Dylan. They got work from Brazil. What? Yeah, bro. So Whitney and Dylan are on their way to Brazil. That's great. So when do they leave? Um, I, I like soon or no, I think it's coming. Um, I, I had the email pulled up. I don't, I don't think she gave me a, the, the date, but, um, that's cool. So for y'all that don't know, Whitney and Dylan were on, on our show two weeks ago and they are the couple that does the, uh, traveling and, and ministering around the world, you know? So yeah. Missions, so I, mission trips. Yeah. So they were on our show like a couple of episodes ago and, and yeah. So I guess according from what I, I remember in the email, they, they got the approval, I think, for one year, and then they're going to try to extend it for two years. So, shout outs to them. You know, again, our prayers go out to you guys. I know you guys are doing something amazing. Um, if you guys out there listening want to go check out their story, find out what they're about, help support them, uh, they got the website, the DeMarco, DeMarcicos. Yeah, the DeMarcicos. We'll, DeMarcicos. Put, it, we'll put it in the show notes. We'll put yeah. it in the show notes. Yeah. So, go show them some love. Tell them the rough and real sent you. 
Um, big shout out to them. I mean, two years of their life just to just put it on hold. Yeah. They both had good jobs, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And to put their lives on on hold for two years to to go serve God, I mean, that's that's a calling, man. That's amazing. I'm telling you, bro. I don't think I, I mean that's a long time. I can bro. barely make it to church on Sunday. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> For real, I ain't even gonna lie, bro. I mean, dang, I, I got to debate that. Sometimes. I'm just keeping it rough and real right now, man. I, I be tired, man. But yeah, to go out there and do that, man, that's insane. That's crazy. That, yeah. I mean, that's good. I mean, and you know, it's funny. Uh, lately, it just seems like now I'm starting to hear more and more about it, bro. Yeah, uh, other people going out on mission trips. Yeah, and stuff. yeah, know, yeah. I've heard people going out to Jamaica, and people are doing this, people are doing that. That's awesome, man. I yeah. Mean, and if God puts that calling on your life, why not run with it? Hey, every part of the earth will hear about Jesus before it's all done, man. So this is how it's happening, man. It's amazing. No, that's cool. You ever thought about maybe doing that, bro? Going on a mission trip? Like, seriously. Like, like I thought about it, though. I'm like, hey, that would actually be pretty cool. Cause, but in my head, it's a vacation. <laughs> exactly. You, you, know, you start naming all these places like Brazil, Jamaica. And, of course, they're going to the straight hood. They ain't right. going in the, to the beach, you know, yeah, chilling. Yeah, they ain't going to stay in a five-star hotel. They're going to the real hood. But, no, nah, I, I, I haven't really thought about it, man. I mean, I you know, that's not really my thing. I think it would be cool maybe when I retire. You know what I'm saying? I think it'd be kind of cool, you know? Yeah. When I, I level up a little bit in my spirituality and, and, you know, memorize the Bible or something like that. I don't know what it takes, but I would love to go somewhere like, you know, build schools and, and, and you yeah. know, something like that. That would interest me too. I, there's actually a guy at my job and I want to say he went to, I don't remember if it was Guatemala or, or somewhere in those areas. And his dad does it every few years. And now that he's, cause he's young, he's probably 25, 27. His dad took him with him a year ago or two years ago. And that's what they did. They built homes. That's awesome. Yeah. And he, he said, I would do that. He did that. I think he was out there for about a month. Um, and there, he says they're huts. Literally, they're little homes. They're basically one bedroom type stuff. And it really changed his life. Uh, shout out to Sheldon. He, he changed his life, bro. He said, like, he realized how spoiled we are here. Oh, yeah. Because there's people out there that would go help, like the kids would go help him, help them build these homes for two, three hours and then go to school. And then come back from school and then go back to working on these houses. Obviously, wow. they know the houses were for them. Yeah. So they would just continue to work on these houses. But he's like, dude, they would be with us from sun up to sundown. He's like, and even when you get tired and you're like, all right, man, I think I need a break. He was when you see these people, these families out there that are like so excited to get this house. He's like, man, you don't stop working. There's no reason to stop working. When that's you see amazing. This. No, I, I would imagine and, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So I was like, in the back of my head, I'm like, yeah, that's what I would like. Go build yeah. some homes. Go help build some stuff and that's what's know, move rocks. Like, that'd be dope. Also, something we we talked about, and I, I said last time, I think, in one of the episodes that we're praying on some stuff. Uh, one of the things that we've been praying about is going out there and trying to help out our community. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. I'm glad you brought that up, man. Right. So, I mean, because there's different ways to serve. Obviously, Dylan and Whitney got the call to go to Brazil. That's amazing. But- there's also a lot of people in our own community that need a lot of help. Absolutely. Right. Everywhere you go. Everywhere you go, bro. So we're going to start reaching out to the community um, slowly, right? We're going to, uh, you talked about putting some bags together, maybe some toiletries and things like that. Yeah. I got a great idea from one of my coworkers at work. Great coworker, great friend, uh, Donna. She um, helped me out and she basically said her church does these care, care bags. Okay. And basically she takes, they take a Ziploc bag and they put all the necessary toiletries and pair of socks and you know whatever they want into a bag and they just hand it out to the homeless right and i said hey what a great idea no so it is i talked to you about it rough and real we're making it happen we got 20 bags going and we'll be handing them out uh tomorrow yeah so we're we're recording this on a saturday just so people know when you're here tomorrow we're recording this on saturday the uh 34th What's today? Thirtieth? No, no. Whatever. So, <laughs> but just so you know, so when you guys hear it, it's tomorrow. Yeah, it'll be uh, on the thirty first. We'll be out at the parks 
to some homeless people, handing out some stuff. I'm going to go out and also get some waters, throw those in some ice. And eventually, yeah, maybe some sandwiches, and we can go out there and give out some food and, and just slowly start growing that and helping our community any way we can. So we ask anybody out there that wants to help us out, reach out to us, come at us. We definitely will take anybody's help that wants to come out. We're going to have a PayPal set up pretty soon. So yeah. if people want to you know, donate to the Rough and Real, um, we're not trying to make no profits or make no money. Right. We you know we might fix a mic here or there, but if you want to donate, you know, it's in your heart to donate to the Rough and Real. We'll, we're going to put it on our social media. This is how we, uh, this is what we do with your money. We go out and we give it all away. Yeah. That's, that's the big thing too. And, and I know we've been slacking or I should say I've been slacking, but uh, we're also going to start selling some, uh, some Rough and Real apparel or merchandise, however you want to look at it. And that money is basically is also going to help us to continue to give back to the community because I yeah. think that's in our heart. That's what we want to do. We've prayed about this for a while. Um, so that's where we'll be moving. That's, yeah. that's where we're going next. And don't forget it. Have we mentioned the big event at the end of the year we're trying to raise money for? Well, I haven't said nothing right, yet because we're still praying on it. Don't say it. Don't say it. Yeah. So I don't, I don't want to, but, but we are working that we way. Are there's, working. There's we're trying a, to do something big, yeah. y'all, rough and real. We're trying yeah. to put together something. Stay yeah. tuned. Yep. So yeah, we'll cool. te- we're teasing it now. We'll keep you guys posted as, as it goes. Cause, uh, no, I just want to lock in some stuff and, and then we can talk about it for Making moves out here, man. We're trying, brother. You know, it's more than just trying to be on these microphones and trying to talk. I, I mean, that's that, cool. I enjoy doing that, but yeah. I mean, we gotta go. We gotta go another step. Yeah. After having Whitney and Dylan in here, it really made me realize, like, hey, I gotta help out too. That's gotta, the thing when you have when you're talking to people and you're you're bringing all this stuff up, you can't help but to want to do something. You know, it's yeah. one thing to talk about it and think about it and meditate on it. Yeah. It's another thing to do. You yeah. Know, to do it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Put some action yeah. to it. You know. No, nah, and the fact that you just went out, dude, and put these bags together, I was like, oh, that's dope. Yeah. Like it's for real now. Yeah. It's for you real. Know? And and let's go. Let's get it done. So yeah, man, we'll we'll keep people posted on where we're at, what we're doing, what's coming up, and maybe people can just come out and help us, man. Maybe help us pray on people. Just come out there and That'd just pray. That'd be great. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just pray on people or they want to donate. They want to bring a case. Whatever it is, man. You know, we'll leave that up to whatever, whoever wants to help out. Yeah, and it, it don't have like I say, it don't have to be you don't have to bring nothing, you know, yeah, just to show right. that, hey, show these people out there in our community that hey, we you're not forgotten. You know what I'm saying? Right. We everyone has a story. There's a reason why you're out here. We're not here to judge you. I know a lot of people are like, oh, they're probably on dope and that you know, it, that's not always the case. That's not always the case. You know, no. what I mean, people fall on some hard times, especially now. You don't know how many paychecks you're away from being out there. You know what I'm saying? Sure. I'm just keeping it real. So it's like, you know, let's be thankful. Yeah, no, that's very true. That's true. That's what's up, my brother. You're right. Um, so how's your week been, though? Man, honestly, surviving off the mana, man. Surviving Sur- off surviving the Surviving off the what? The mana, baby. The mana. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> the mana. What you know that? about the mana, man. Hey, honestly, so... That's my thing, man. So back in the day, and I'm talking about the Exodus days. I'm talking about the Israelites coming out of the Red Sea days, okay, man. Okay. Fresh out of Egypt. Uh, Exodus uh, 16. It's the God it talks about the manna. And basically, manna was this weird, like, honeydew. I don't even know what it was. It was some kind of some kind of some kind of substance that came out of the sky and it was on the ground. And that's basically what they ate every day. They didn't have no other food. They didn't have no meat. They didn't have no vegetables. They had the manna, baby. That the stuff they had to grind down. They had to grind down, make bread out of it, make some kind right. of corn cakes or cornbread. Corn some cornbread. <laughs> That's where cornbread came from. Exodus, <laughs> frosted flakes. <laughs> exactly, dude. But they, you know, they had been complaining, saying, "Hey, you know, we're we're starving or whatnot." And when we were in Egypt, we had all this food. Where's the food at, Moses? Where's the food at, Moses? So Moses went and prayed to God, talked to God about it, and God said, "All right, I'm gonna get y'all the manna." So that's what they had for forty years, man. 
living off the mana. Or, you know, I'm not sure if they had it for the whole 40 years, but they had it for a long time. They had it for right. a long time, man. Yeah, because they were complaining because they were starving, right? And right. I guess back in Egypt, they had, like, barrels of meat and food. They had everything, yeah. They they had, they yeah. There. But they were slaves. They man. were slaves, but they still were eating still good, eating you know? Good. Yeah, they, you know, Pharaoh took care of them, man. But anyways, jump into, uh, what is it, Numbers? Numbers 11? Is that the one? Yeah, yeah Numbers 11. So it's interesting because... Some other people had came into their camp or whatnot, and they started complaining. They were basically like, man, this sucks. This man is stuff every day. <laughs> like, for real? Yeah. Like, this is the best. Cornbread every day. This the best y'all can do is cornbread every day? You know, so we can't get nothing else, no greens, no nothing? So, basically, Moses was like, man, I'm tired of y'all, man. So, he right. went again, he went and talked to God about it. And God says, you know what? I'll give him some meat. It's all good. Tell him, you know what? Wait on it. Tomorrow, I'll send him some meat. So God sends in, God sends in all these, these quails, man. And, and, uh, yeah, man, they started eating that quail. And man, God was, uh, he was not playing yeah. before they can even swallow it. They would basically got some kind of plague and died, man. Yeah. And they called that the grave of, of gluttony or greediness or whatever it was, man. So that was, that's a crazy story. I, I love reading that, that stuff from Exodus. And from the Old Testament, man, because it's just good stuff, man. So, so what do you think the 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 lesson was when they when you basically because I guess when they started complaining, if I'm not mistaken, they were complaining to Moses about not having any food and yeah. starving. Yeah. And then Moses went and prayed, and the Lord basically said, "Okay, I'm going to give you guys food every day." But correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't he give him food every morning? He basically said, I'm going to put this food out there. You guys go get enough. Mm-hmm. Some people try to get a whole bunch. Some people got very little, but yeah. at the end of the day, it was still enough. Yeah. At the end of the day, it was still enough. And then if the, even if they saved it, it went bad. It, it went rotten. bad. Right. So every day he went, he made it a point to say, Hey, I'm giving you this daily bread every day. Right. Because that's, that's what I, I got out of it was the fact that it, it reminded me again to just have faith in him that every day, he will take care of you. He will give you what you need every day. Yeah. Don't worry about tomorrow because tomorrow he will give you what you need tomorrow as yeah. well. Yeah. Now, he also said something about the Sabbath. And the Sabbath, he said, get enough because then tomorrow I ain't going to give you none. So tomorrow you'll have enough. Yeah. And everything was fresh because when they try to store it, when he didn't, he told them don't store it. And when yeah. he did, it went bad, got maggots, smelled bad. Yeah. And then when he's like, all right, now store it, boom, everything was fresh. Yeah. Right. So that's kind of what I got out of that story too was the whole. Just continue to have faith. There was a part in there, and I think in, in Numbers, when he, you know, before he got uh, upset and sent, sent them the meat, he basically said, Hey, I'm with you. I understand what you're going through. Right. But since you feel like you need more, even though I'm with you and I'm telling you what you need, I'll give it to you. I'll give you it. But basically, it's one of those things like I got was, Hey, be careful what you ask for. And I mean, how many of us do that today? Right. God is sufficient, and whatever he's got you doing or whatever he's got you going through, is there's a purpose yeah. for it. So, you know, it makes me think about all the complaining that I've done, all the things that I I wish I had, you know, it, it kind of humbles me and it makes me feel like, hey, God is with me. I got everything I need. And, you know, if, if he wants to increase me, he'll increase me. If he doesn't, just roll what you got, man, and just be appreciative and be happy with what you have, you know. And be grateful from where he brought us, right? Absolutely, I mean, Three man. years ago, we weren't saved. Three years ago, four years ago, we were living different lives. Absolutely, man. Again, think about, just think about that and relate that to today. You know what I mean? How yeah. many times do we, like, we're impatient with things? Yeah. And we try to go, you know, around God or in front of God or above God to try to get what we want, mm. only to find out that, we just messed everything up. You know what start I'm saying? All over. And we got to start all over or never get it. 
Right, right. Well, you just continue to start over, and eventually you never will get it. Yeah, dude. It's um, it's a trip. So when I say surviving off the mana, that's just where I'm coming from, man. So That's, that's going to be the new rough and real thing? You know, surviving I'm hoping that mana. people see me, and I'm trying to get something that's catchy out there, you know, <laughs> some kind of clickbait or something. They'll be like, clickbait. oh, that's Curtis Songs right there, surviving off the mana. Because everybody knows you for, what's going on, everybody? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what do I got? What do I got, huh? <laughs> I'm gonna add that to my intro. I'm like, what's going on, everybody? Uh, we're just surviving off the mana. <laughs> oh man, he gonna take my mana too. Oh man, that's funny. But yeah, I mean, fast forwarding to 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 the new covenant. That was that was the old covenant. You know what I'm saying? That was that was the agreement that God had with the Israelites. Right. You know, fast forward to the new covenant. You know, with Jesus in play now, and Him dying for us on the cross. You know, Jesus said, "Hey," in uh, John six, He says, "Hey." You, you know your your ancestors they were given the manna from heaven but they all died he goes but if you eat of my bread it, you'll live forever and yeah. that's just beautiful man yeah you know what i'm saying like so that. when you and, and eating off the eating off the bread of jesus eating eating his flesh that means basically believing in him trusting in him relying on him you know you believe jesus said you believe in me and rely on me you'll live forever and that's mm. that's just beautiful man that's absolutely beautiful how dude. many of us do that though Man, we were talking about we having a real conversation right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, because you know we touched on that. I think even with uh, Bishop being here when I asked him last week that sometimes it just seems like back in those days all these people were around Jesus and they saw these miracles and and it's so easy to, in my opinion, to believe in somebody when you see these things happening. Yeah. Even with the Moses thing, when if Moses when he came out and said, "Hey, you know, stop complaining, man. You know, he's going to take care of you. He's going to do this. He's going to give you this," and then it's there. You have to believe, but today it's, it's a, in my opinion, it's a little harder because you have to literally have full faith. And even though scripture tells us and we're like, we get a history book and we get to see all the encounters, there is still, in my opinion, like hard to, to really have that belief. It's hard to believe, man. But then you look at it and look at Judas. Judas was rocking with Jesus, right? They were mobbing together. Yes, he was. Yes, and he, he was. And still betrayed him after everything he did. And even after he told him like, Hey, you're going to go, you're going to do it. And, but just go do it quick. Like get up out of here. Go, yeah. go handle that. Yeah. He still did it. He sure did. You know what I mean? So for us now, it's like, yeah, we, we, I guess he, he it's, I don't know. It's, it's just weird well, to, to explain me, what I'm trying to say. No, I totally understand. It's just one of those mysteries, you know what right. I mean? It's, it's one of those things. And I, and I kind of just think like, well, it's just God's plan. Like even Judas, this is just my opinion, but the, the Judas, cause there was two Judas, but the Judas that betrayed Jesus. Right. He still could be in heaven right now. And I know that sounds crazy, right? But realistically, what does the Bible say? There's no sin unforgivable except sins against, you know, the, the Holy Spirit. And who's to say that that just wasn't Judas's purpose? You know, that's not what that, that wasn't just what, Ju- what Judas was, was born and created for to serve that. Because if that wouldn't have happened, then Jesus wouldn't have died, which we w- wouldn't have been covered under blood, which means there'd be no grace. And, you know, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, there, there's yeah. a whole plan and there needs to be good and bad guys. So we, we, we don't know. We'll find out. Right. But there, I mean, everything kind of happens for a reason. So it's, yeah. it, and it's all God's reason. We can never understand, you know, on his level, you know, per se. Well, that's what they always say, right? We'll never understand what he's, what he's yeah. thinking or what he's doing. His game plan is way out of our yeah. reach. It's crazy. Yeah. But no, I totally, I totally understand what you're saying about that though, man. I, I totally get where you're, where you're coming from. I just think that, it's just, yeah, I, I, you know, we have the ability now to, for me at least, we have the ability now to look back at the history books. Right. It's almost like we got like a cheat sheet per se. You know, we can see exactly how God was feeling and what he said and how he treated certain people. 
history yeah. repeats itself. So we see that he kind of repeats himself. Uh, we get to see his plan. Right. We get to see the manifest. And, you know, those guys, they were walking it. They were living it. So, you know, they didn't have that opportunity. And not to mention, like I said earlier, you know, we got we got some major tricks out here with social media, yeah, TV, yeah. all the stuff they didn't have. You know what I'm saying? So maybe the, the, the playing field is a little bit even. I, I don't know. But I know this. Let me just drop this on you, man. Uh, John twenty twenty nine. So uh, Jesus was talking to one of his disciples, and I guess one of the disciples. Uh, this is after Jesus rose, and he was like, "Hey, man, I don't, I don't believe that Jesus rose. I don't believe that's Jesus." And so, so Thomas was like, "Hey, I want to be able to put my fingers through his hands, right? Th- through the nails or what, the nail holes, whatever." So Jesus let him came back, let him do all that, and he see, and he told Thomas, he says, "Hey, uh, in verse twenty nine, you believe because you have seen me." Blessed are those who believe without seeing me. So, right. you know what I mean? That that he's talking about us. Yeah. So it's like more blessed are we who haven't seen him, but we still choose to believe. We still choose to eat off his flesh. You know, that's that's pretty huge, man. Yeah. Well, you just answer my question right there. Yeah. No, yeah. that's that's to me. I, I love that verse, man, because it's like it gives me hope. It gives me it increases my faith, you know, and that's kind of why I feel like we won't the, the people us now that are under Jesus, we're not going to go through the tribulation period. That's just my opinion okay. and kind of how I, I, I read uh, Revelations. You know, the 144,000 that it talks about and people talk about all the time, it, it mentions all the tribes, you know, of Israel. So I feel like the people that were, you know, basically wandering around, not listening, not obeying, those guys will still have an opportunity and it'll be those 144,000 people that will, you know, prove themselves or however God wants to do that and be called up. But we'll already be there chilling with jesus you know during the rapture waiting for them hmm. that's just my opinion man i know a lot of people feel like we're gonna have to go through the tribulation and all that stuff like that but if you if you read i think it's like revelations somewhere in 12 it talks about the the 144,000, and right after that it talks about a large group of people that okay. are sitting there with the lamb the lamb is jesus we know that who's that large group of people is it angels is it who knows but right. i think we're gonna be that group of people so when the rapture happens he's gonna raise the dead and we're gonna go up with them and then all that drama starts. Okay. At least I hope, because that Revelation is I scary. I mean, that sounds nice. I mean, I, I hope you're right. Because <laughs> Revelation is scary, man. There's some sky. I'm like, man. That's what I'm saying. I don't I want hope, no part of that, right. man. I hope you're right, brother. There's a reason why they don't appreciate the church, man, because, you know, people wouldn't come back. <laughs> They'd be having nightmares, man. So, yeah, we'll see what happens, man. You know, I still haven't read it for that same reason. Yeah. Because everybody talks about how bad it is, and I still haven't gotten it. I'm still trying to get through the Gospels. I'm still trying to get through a bunch of other stuff. But I haven't I figured. Someday I'm gonna just read it just to know what it's about. Yeah, no, it's cool. It's 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 kind of a tough read because there's like some weird, trippy stuff. Like you kind of see like the mind of God a little bit, and you're yeah. like, like you know, you got a, a person with four heads and five different faces, and one's a lion, one's a human. It's like what, what what's going on? Like right. with five wings, and you're like, dude, this is I don't know what's going on here, you know. <laughs> and you read like you know the the prophets like Daniel and a couple other ones that kind of like allude to. You know, Revelation times, and it's 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 kind of spooky, man. Yeah, God's a different dude, man. That's a trip. <laughs> so, you, you know, to tell you, I don't know if I or did I tell you that I actually bought my first Bible. Nice. Like I owned a Bible, yeah. But it was a King James version, yeah. So I never cracked it open. Right. I actually went out and bought a ni NIV. Okay. Yeah, that's what's up, man. So I went out, got my NIV. I, I still use my phone, but now I think you ain't gonna lie, dude. When Dylan walked in here and he had his Bible in his yeah. hand, it just looked like he was. Ready for business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, you know what? I kind of want to be that dude now. I want to walk around with that Bible in my hand. It's good to flip them pages every now and then. Yeah, man. so 
Uh, yeah. so. No, I ain't touched it yet. I ain't touched you it. ain't touched no, it yet. It's just it. you gotta you gotta uh, you know run it over with your car, get it a little dusty. Yeah. Some people say, "Oh man, that guy be turning some pages, man." And then, and then you get to church like, "Hey, turn to Luke 11 You like, "Oh man, I got I can't find this." I gotta, I gotta I gotta get the little tabs. <laughs> I gotta get the little tabs and put them on there. Yeah, so that's I know what's up, what. That's what's up. Yeah, man. I personally, man, with the I get that you know a lot of the traditional pastors would be like, "Y'all should still have your Bibles." Y'all. Should, I use an app on my phone, man. I'm just right. of the new age technology. I yeah. get that it can be taken away one day and I'll be stuck. But I feel like a lot of times when I read my Bible, I'm in bed. You know what I mean? I can't, you know, and it's like two in the morning or whatever the case may be. It's right, just more the convenient. The lighting is more convenient. You know what I mean? Sitting there flipping pages and trying to squint and, you know what I mean? It's just, it doesn't work for me. But No, yeah, yeah. But no, it I, is I've nice been reading though. it out of my phone as well. Um, you know, and it's cool by my phone is being able to switch from one to the other. Right. So, you know, there's certain things I read. I'm like, eh, I don't know what it said. I'll go to the easy read version. And yeah. Then I and I just switch back Definition. and forth and kind of see what it said. Yep. You know what I'm saying? But I don't know. It was kind of cool, man. I went out and I was like, oh, buy my own Bible. Yeah, man. And your son, your son sees possibly his Bible. Yeah, that too. That that too was pretty big because I, I know a lot of times if I'm reading my Bible, and I have been like, I'll be in my office reading my Bible on my phone. He walks in. He's like, hey, dad, dad, what are you doing? I'm like, you know, just reading my Bible. But he really just sees me reading, looking at my phone. Right, so he doesn't right. know if I'm really reading my Bible or am I looking at YouTube or whatever. So now I'm like, you know what? I want him to walk in and see me actually holding the Bible, reading it. And then hopefully that visual image will stick with him a little bit longer. Yeah. Instead of, oh, my dad was on his phone all the time. Yeah, no, you that's true. I mean? That's true, man. That's true. And he can know what I'm doing. Because, you know, yeah, sometimes we'll go to the park. You know, if, I'm, if I decide, oh, I'm just going to read right now, you know, while he's doing something. He's like, oh, dad's on his phone. He's not even paying attention. Yeah, you know, but, yeah, yeah, that's true. But if I'm and you Bible, never know, man. You know, you could be out, in the, like you said, out in the park, at a, you know, yeah. watching your son's game or something. Someone sees you reading the Bible, and they're like, "Man, I need to talk to that guy right now." Yeah, there's power in that Bible, man. You see somebody reading the Bible, you're like, "Oh, they on they on a deeper level right now." Right, right, right. You so know? I don't know if I'm gonna carry it around like that, but it'd be nice to carry your cross, man. It'd be nice to I want carry to. it. I yeah, I mean, you know, like my wife carries her purse, and she carries. And I'm like, dude, why don't I just carry like a backpack, like like a purse, like carry a backpack, like carry a purse. No, I don't do mercies. I don't know about mercies. Like a fanny pack? No, like a backpack. <laughs> <laughs> like what I said, a backpack. Oh, okay, like a backpack. I got you, I got you, I got you. From the old school. Right? <laughs> what was that old school backpack? Jen- Jensen? Jen- yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, Jan Sport, Jan Sport. That's yeah. what it was, Jan Sport. Yeah, yeah. old school. That's what's up. But um, yeah, no, no, I thought about that, man. Throw it in there, throw a little binder, to take some notes. But, you know, because there's always that time, dude, where you're just sitting around sometimes and you're like, eh. Do something instead of going on your phone on Facebook, instead of being on Instagram, instead of being, I think I might start trying to read my Bible on those little five minute breaks that I get. You know, it'll be, it'll be an interesting challenge, my my brother. It'll be an interesting challenge to you, yeah, and to me. Just for one week, man, carry that Bible everywhere, man. Just carry it everywhere or try to at least, right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? Where it's you know, be realistic, but carry it and just and just see and just see like the reactions and kind of like watch people and see you know if they look at you differently or if it feels oh, funny or funny, yeah, you know, it'd be an interesting thing just to see if you know. Because think about it, I mean, people walk by each other every day. You don't think twice, but you know, something stand out. You look at this person, you're like, oh, that's okay, that's interesting, you know, or not. Yeah. I wonder if people would, you know, if they saw you carrying your Bible everywhere. I wonder what they would say or think. I wonder if they would come up to you and be like, man, hey. I see what you got there, huh? You know, or, 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 or you know, right. start an argument. I don't know. I doubt they'll fight you over it, but, you know. Yeah, yeah, no, of course. <laughs> but I, I would imagine, I would imagine. But the Bible is confrontational by nature, so. Hey, man, that's. You never know. The, the battle's his, man. We, right. we're just messengers. So it'd be, inter- I think that would be interesting to see if people, you know, how many people you could, you could talk to. Just have a conversation. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You ain't, you ain't saving nobody. You don't have the power to do that. You just here to have some conversations and. Right, right. 
answer some questions if need be. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm gonna start carrying my Bible around, bro. I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna do the same thing. Man. I'm gonna see what you happens. Have a Bible? Come on, man. I got like three Bibles at the house, man. Stop playing with me, oh, man. Okay. I'm just saying. I, I got Bibles, but they were like King James version. Nah, my wife all... had one as King James. She actually has one. Uh, I bought the NIV. She has the NLT. NLT, yeah. She has an NLT one. So she's had that for a while. But I'm like, no, let me let me go out and get my little Bible on. Yeah, I got a Bible in my back seat right now. It's all for optics, though. You know what I'm saying? I ain't reading that thing. Hoping nobody breaks into your car. <laughs> you know, I'm just out here fronting. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, I get pulled over like, yeah, I got a Bible in the back. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Officer, can I talk to you? Yeah, about the exactly, <laughs> man. Hey, shout out to the guy. I know we, I know, I know, but I seen somebody wearing a rough and real t shirt. <laughs> and this was last week, man. It's been in my heart, man. Shout out to that guy, whoever you were, man. I saw you in the store, and honestly, I got spooked, man. I got, I, you know, his name's, his name's Reggie. Shout Just, out to Reggie, man. Where were you from, man? I saw you with the rough and real t shirt on, man. And I looked at the shirt. And I was like, man, I know what that is. <laughs> I had a moment. I was like, wait, I've seen that before. I'm like, wait a minute. That's the rough for real. I said, like, I'm out. I'm out. I got nervous, man. I got nervous. I was like, I, I can't do it. That was really cool, though, to see you wearing that shirt, man. I real, I'm just, I'm, I'm, thank you so much for doing that, man. I don't know how you got the shirt, but he, he's you. the one, he's one of the winners from when we did the Super Bowl thing. Okay. 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 Yeah, man. He's one of the winners. So he got the shirt and, uh, yeah, that was funny because you texted me about it and you were like, "Dude, I didn't know what to do." So Dude, like, it, it was a, it was like a <laughs> surreal moment. Like, wow, that fool's wearing like one of our shirts. Like, what just happened right now? Like, people actually listen to the show. Like, yeah. what? Yeah. So that was no, cool, and I man. hit him up and I told him, man, you know, you were spooked a little bit. You didn't know what to do, and uh, and I was like, hey, man, I don't know if you wore it because for support yeah. or maybe it was just the only clean t-shirt you had yeah. so you wore it but nah it was cool he said he wore it for support man he, he's like yeah he digs it he listens to us every Sunday or every Monday hey bro you look good in it man you look swole you know what I'm saying so everybody that you know wears a rough and roll t-shirt is gonna make you look buff <laughs> so make sure you buy one of those alright yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 nah that's, that's Reggie man that's my boy he cool and remember man when you when you buy one of them t-shirts it's, su- it's supporting the people of your community you know what I'm saying we're yeah. We're giving that all back to the community. So, um, again, with the giving, man, it's just been on my heart for a long time. And, and just the way we give, you know, who we give to, how we show. Because giving is love to me. Right. You know, a lot of people feel like they got <clears throat> to run to their church and give all their money to their church. And I'm not saying don't support the church. Absolutely support your house of worship because they have to keep their we have to keep our lights on. And, they, and, the, and the church does a lot of beautiful and big things. Yeah. But. There are people out here that you can touch directly and you, you drive past them every day, mm. you know, and it doesn't have to be someone homeless. It can be your neighbor. Yeah. It could be yeah, anybody, you know, it's, if you look how, if you look at, you know, Jesus' walk, you know, he wasn't, you know, always posted up in the temple and just healing people. He was, he was walking around and, and, and going and touching people. You know what I'm saying? And I, I feel like that's kind of how we have to do it as well. You know what I'm saying? You know, the early church in Acts, you know, they didn't have it all together. They were trying to figure it out. But their big thing was, you know, collect all the money and just give to the needy, you know, give to those give to those in need so that everyone can be on the same level. Now, I don't know if that's necessarily how what they meant to do, or what they intended to do, or that was them again trying to figure things out and take the power in their own hands. But I just I just I feel it in my heart to really be out here and just showing love and loving on people. You know what I'm saying? And right. and, and really just uh, you know, if that, and if that's giving away toiletries, if that's just giving them some time to, you know, talk or, and, and just to eat or listen or buying them something to eat or giving them a bottle of water, man, it's just, 
we got to show that kind of love and let people know, like, hey, you ain't out here alone. You know what I'm saying? So that's just been on my heart, man. And hopefully uh, I inspire some people and we inspire some people to get out there and just do the same, you know? And I, and I also want to encourage people to, to pray on it because and pray a little bit on it. I know we throw that word around a lot. Oh, pray on it. Pray on it. But no, seriously, take a second and pray because we've also discussed that obedience and sacrifice are two different things. Yeah. So so don't don't feel like you have to, like you said, have to give up money, have to give up. Yeah. X, yeah, y, yeah absolutely. Make sure, you you know, you talk to God and God wants you to give and you do it out of the kindness of your own heart. You know, right. you're not out there sacrificing, trying to get something in return, because that's not what it's about. That's not what giving's about. No. Giving's about giving, you know, love. And then when you give yeah. somebody love, you don't really want nothing back. You God know talks I mean? about that over and over again, even to the people that were under the law in the Old right. Testament. He says, dude, I don't want your sacrifices. I want your obedience. I want right. your your heart, your understanding, Your you know what I mean? Your obedience. It's, it's two different things, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. And, and let God put it in your heart what you need to give, because and then be obedient. Don't sacrifice. Don't just be like, well, I'm going to give up my TV to somebody. Like, don't just start sacrificing everything because that's also not what he wants. He wants you to be obedient. So, yeah. So get into prayer with him, get in communication with him and it'll, it'll come to you and then just do what you feel you can do. Now, if that's, like I said, supporting us or going out on your own and just doing it on your own, on your own accord, either way is fine. You know, it's just as something as simple as walking up to someone random in a store and just saying, you know what? I just want to tell you God loves you. You know, nothing yeah. overbearing, nothing overpowered. You know, just, you know, you see, I don't know, you just see someone random, single mom with a bunch of kids. She looks like she's struggling and look like, she, you know, she has some bad kids. <laughs> you know, she's trying to get in the car <laughs> and just say, hey, you know what? God loves you, you know, just be blessed. Yeah. You know? And say, hey, is there anything you need? You know? Yeah. And, and the little things, bro, like you say, if it's at a grocery store and she's got four or five kids, whatever, just simply going, hey, can I take that cart back for, you know, it's back to you? Exactly. That, 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 that right it. there. That's it. Believe me, it goes a long way with somebody that has four or five kids trying to get them in the car, Dude, put the groceries in the car. Try, that's hey, can the I just love. take that cart back for you? That's it. You that's I mean? the love, man. That's yeah. being, that's kindness, gentleness, humble. That's all that stuff that right. the fruits of the spirit that they ask us to do. Yep. It's not sitting in, you know, a church and just giving you 10%, walking out and acting a fool. You know what I'm saying? There's... There's obedience along with that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So yeah. that's just my thing, man. So nah, yeah, man, I think you're right. And I think, I think that's going to lead us in a better direction. So yep. The rough and real podcast is going to try to do whatever they can to give back to the community. Yeah. We're going to start locally and who knows, maybe someday it becomes just a wider spread and kind of takes off like a wildfire and we just kind of keep moving. That's the plan, right. man. Bigger and bigger. That's, that's the goal. That's awesome. All right, bro. Um, anything else you want to add before we get up out of here? No, nah, man. No, nah, man. I'm just happy to be here, man. Thanks for having me over. Push. Oh, come on now. This, this is home. All right, brother. You want to pray us out because we didn't. You didn't pray us in. I didn't pray us in. You didn't pray us in, bro. Man, we we I, just we, started. We just kind of went off. We and got just man. We got the talking. Yeah, we just started. Chopping See what up. happens when we don't have a topic, man. I know. <laughs> all right, all right, man. Here we go. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for bringing us together and giving us us this platform, Lord. Um, Clearly, we are giving it right back to you, and we're using it for you and not for ourselves, Lord. Uh, thank you for giving us the understanding of what giving is and what showing love is, Lord, and putting it in our hearts to to do what we're going to do tomorrow. And I ask that you bless us and you bring as many people uh, to us as you can so that we can provide for them. Um, bless everyone that's listening to this podcast. Put it on their hearts as well to show love and kindness and and gentleness to everyone that come they come in contact with as well, Lord. And I pray for everyone that's out there that's sick and all the homeless and just everyone that's in need. 
Bless them all, Lord, if you can. Bless them all, bless them all, bless them all. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, my brother. I want to thank everybody out there listening. This is the Rough and Real Podcast, and we are out.